Welcome to Exploring the Ozarks, where we tell the history and stories of locations, places, and people that make up the Ozarks. Here's Matt! The cheering this time is for Caleb, Matt. Sorry. Oh, shoot, man. <laughs> I get all excited when I hear that, and then you just brought me back down to life. I'm or, sorry. Or that's I okay, mean, it's though. also mainly for you. I thank you. Okay, I you're appreciate welcome. that. You're welcome. But, <laughs> welcome, everybody, to Exploring the Ozarks. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Graham, my producer and co-host right here, Mr. David Carr. That's me. And we also have a special guest today that uh, I was just talking about with at the beginning of this that I had... And not in a million years would I think that I'd be watching all these videos about these robots, and then we can have this on our show. And in studio. And in studio. Like an actual robot in studio. We did some cool videos beforehand, and we'll do some stuff afterwards that you guys will be seeing during this, so be staying tuned to that. But uh, Mr. Caleb Sylvester's here yeah. with Boston Dynamics. Thanks for being here, Caleb. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, but you are also here at Springfield Studio One, and uh, we are here at uh, Mr. Creative Endeavors, David Carr Studio. Oh, with I like that. We need to start using that mr yeah, creative endeavor i like that mr creative endeavor um and it kind of describes what i do though because I, I help encourage creative endeavors in all different aspects of creativity honestly not absolutely. just film but we're i was here with camp house which is a nonprofit here earlier in the theater and they're trying to do plays and promote house parties and other things i saw that, the audition yeah, yeah. yeah. helps 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 get uh, creative people actually paid well and not doing things for exposure which is we hate to hear that never tell creative <laughs> We'll do it for exposure, unless it's Boston Dynamics. I would do it for exposure for Boston Dynamics. <laughs> Anything you want, it's it depends, free. <laughs> it depends on the crowd. You right. know. He's a great videographer, But though. sorry, here in Springfield and the Ozarks, you need you should probably be paying people. Well, so. it, But it makes sense. I hear that from other people that are creative that yeah. are putting out movies and small movies, things like that, where everybody wants to pay people the proper way, and they want yeah. it to be a legitimate process and all yes. that. But, uh, but at Springfield Studio One, uh, you can film your own podcast right here in this room for what you're seeing. Vince was in here earlier today. Vince Tantone? Yeah. Oh, Vince Tantone. podcast. Yeah. Method Inspections. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's a good one, actually. It's, 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 it's going to be, from what I understand. I, enjoy, I but like yeah, that. yeah, they just rented it out. I had an SMS rented out last week. Um, Very good. Yeah. So the word's spreading a little word bit. Word is spreading. Well, if you want to do a podcast, this room's amazing. Um, the stage that David has so <laughs> in earnest built over the last couple months and moved a few uh, times. Yes. Uh, he's got That could space. be a whole entire podcast it on its really own. Is just, how I built the studio. You need a time lapse that because you built it, rebuilt. <laughs> it all that uh but it's it's a legitimate I also i should excitedly announce of course by the time this comes out it'll be like a couple months old but live stream is set up Very so good. i have all the equipment to do live streams record performances and yeah if you want to uh make up a media package for your band or theater group or whatever i can record it and i've got two bands yeah in line for this already Perfect. one just had a, a single drop on spotify that they're pretty excited about that's yeah. actually a really good song uh, and then uh, a good friend of mine named Eric Russo was wanting to possibly yeah. put together a jingle for well, us as well. Well, I was thinking, so. yeah, we'd have these bands in and also premiere them on Exploring the Ozarks. Yeah. To Maybe we do should a do a live stream competition. on Patreon. It can be like, hey, oh, Battle of the Bands. Battle of the Bands. <laughs> yes. And you get to make our And Caleb can be the third. I'm sure Caleb is like a, oh, yeah. an ex excellent musician. Yeah, multi-talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and we do have sponsors that we've got lined up. We're still working out some details on that, but we they'll are going to. They'll pop up here on screen as we're talking. Yeah, so they'll pop up because these are pre-recorded and we dropped them maybe a couple to few weeks later. So I don't want to give it all away, but you'll see it here in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm going to go right through that intro because we've got a lot to talk about well, The only here. thing to mention is Patreon. Patreon, Last I'll thing, let and you I'll, do your 10 thing. seconds, Patreon, if you want to support in a smaller amount, $5, $15, uh, is the place to go. And yeah, there's a link in the description, um, and it's a great way to support us on our mission to explore the Ozarks without us having to depend just on sponsors or paying out of pocket, because the show a lot does out of cost pocket. money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we're paying editors, we're paying us to be here, we're paying 
mean using the studio for free, but I do pay for the right. studio. Yeah, space. it's not free, right? <laughs> so uh, anything you could throw our way, not only does it help what we're currently doing, but it help us to expand. We're always coming up with new segments and things we want to do. So yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe next time we can use Patreon, we can actually fight a Boston Dynamics with Caleb here and be like, hey, let's go look at stuff with Caleb. Well, you know, I mean, it, well, so here's to, here's a way to, to bring the Patreon to, you know, really into, into thought of what that helps us do, right? Yeah. Because we don't pay our guests to come on. They don't no. pay to come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like a lot of other platforms where people charge people to come on their show or whatever, Patreon's going to help us keep doing that for free for these people, right? Yeah. Um, we've got Boston Dynamics on this show today, and, um, you know, they started out as a startup as well, you know, so yeah. it's not like you can't grow something from people that help you that you yeah. know, right? Yeah. It's honestly, it's the mass support of the individuals that yes. makes you successful more than anything else. I mean, you look at Kickstarter and other places like that that fund these big companies yeah. that exist now, yeah. but it's the same for us. You know, you get 100 people paying 25 bucks at covers all the costs yeah and that's only 100 people out of the thousands that watch our videos every right week, so. so times that by 20 episodes and now yep. you've got your your budget for us but so yeah. speaking of budgets i'm sure boston dynamics uh you know has they've come a long ways from what they began with and you know caleb thanks so much for being here yeah. again man so, this is huge for us because you hear the word you know words boston dynamics you think Northeast, you think, you yeah. know, New England area, you think of Boston. Because of Boston's in it. Because yeah. Boston's in it. Um, <laughs> but we have someone who lives in Ozark yeah. that works for Boston Dynamics right here in our home state, uh, our 417 area code, our Ozarks that we so love. Um, so we're going to explore a little bit about, you know, what brought you here. Yeah. Uh, but let's first, you know, talk about, uh, well, let's, let's just get to it real quick. What is Boston Dynamics and what did yeah. you bring with you today that we're going to show everybody? Yeah, so uh, Boston Dynamics is is the world's most advanced uh, robotics company. We we are uh, you know we're leading the pack when it comes to mobile robots, especially. That's kind of where our focus is: is, is legged robots, but also just robots that can move through the world uh, and do really interesting things. Um, so if you you've seen our you've probably seen our YouTube videos. We're, oh gosh, you know, who hasn't seen yeah, those? No yeah. joke. Think, you know, uh, <laughs> those it, things spread like wildfire. Oh my yeah. gosh, man! People, that's how people know us. You know, and and what they don't realize is we're actually about thirty years old. Um, you know, started out okay. of MIT, uh, and you know, so we're, we're all DARPA, DARPA funded pro- projects early on, and uh, you know, we've we've grown to probably about 600, 650 or so employees now. Wow. Um, we've got. Co- you know, two commercialized robots um, and, and commercialization. So the actual selling of robots, we've only been doing for the last couple of years. Okay. So that, that's new. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. I did. Because yeah. I met you at STC Squared, which is a local event here in Springfield. Uh, so if you want to see tech stuff, go to that next Gosh, year. Yeah, shout out to that yeah. place. Yeah, no, it was yeah. really cool. But I, when you when you mentioned that at the STC Squared, I was like, no, that's that is totally brand new. Yeah. But the stuff that you do commercial-wise, I mean, that is really incredible stuff. I was blown away by what you talked about, like, the savings that you have for companies and the the time you free up for humans in general, right? Yeah, to get the the test, which is always kind of a topic of conversation when you think of robots. Every company, whether it's you know Paul Mueller here in town or mm. it's GM on their factory lines, there's some parts that are robots, yeah, and they're stationary. That's all they do all day is move from one place to yeah. another. Yeah. Uh, but you still have a you know a whole factory full of people. Yeah, you know it's not like you know when people start thinking about how we're going to have uh, jobs being taken over by robots. You guys are creating jobs to build robots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's a really exciting, uh, you know, exciting industry, and, and we're at a really interesting point in time where yeah. we're starting to see 
you know, even when, when we go into, I work specifically on the spot robot, the four-legged quadruped yellow dog you've probably seen. Which online, is what we've got here today. Which we, what we brought here today. And uh, that, that robot um, we use as an industrial inspection robot primarily. Uh, we have other use cases, but that's where my focus is. I lead a team that uh, is focused on deploying spot in primarily in uh, manufacturing, oil and gas, utilities. Uh, so I travel around the, the world getting to, to show this robot. Um, but I can tell you that in terms of job creation or, or whether or not the robot's going to take jobs or, or you know, how that, that's all going to play out, what we're actually seeing is reallocation of human capital to more valuable tasks. And then we're yeah. seeing people upskill for new jobs that didn't exist. Right. Yeah. We have something we call robot wrangler. Uh, which is a job that did not. I would love to do that. Yeah, okay. Did, this job did not exist. And, and every site, every facility we go to, when we put a robot in place, there's a person there that owns that, that program okay. and is focused on deploying robots and making sure the robots are running. Oh, that wow. That job didn't exist a couple of years ago. Right. Um, and, and so we're seeing, we're seeing people, you know, there's a, there's a really famous image that I like to reference, uh, 1900 New York city, fifth Avenue, Easter morning. And, uh, you can see Fifth Avenue is just wall to wall horse and horse and buggy. Oh yeah. Thirteen years later, nineteen thirteen, same day, Fifth same street, Fifth Avenue, same image. You know, same s- spot. Same spot. Uh, completely different. You now there's in the first image there was only one car. The rest was was horse right. and buggy. Thirteen years later, all cars. All cars. All cars. And and you know this is this is the same thing that the same. This is where we are with robotics. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it, you well, know, cause all those horse handlers, they lost their jobs, but they probably became car manufacturers, yeah. right. you know, or well, worked on the just, line uh, or, or they or, went yeah. and did something else that they didn't know they could do. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's, with, it's, with the public advent of public transportation with cars, yeah. you could travel a lot further. You could do yeah. a lot more. You could probably take a job 20 miles away when you couldn't do that with a horse. I exactly. mean, this has been yeah. the truth with every great innovation. Yeah. yeah. Every way. That's the thing with chat. Tech. Yeah. Like AI chat GPT is a big one. Everybody's talking oh, about It's yeah. like people freak out about it, but it's really saving a lot of time for yeah. various things and freeing up time to do efficiency, other efficiency. Right. Efficiency. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why we use a computer, not a typewriter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, so we're all like every, every company I have the privilege of working with, they're, they're constantly looking at ways to make things faster, better, more reliable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of started with like Lean Six Sigma. Yeah, absolutely. In manufacturing especially. Yeah, now it's come you know, into even banks and things like that to show, you know, where, where's our holes at? Where yeah. do we need to fill? I love that you referenced Lean Six Sigma. Yeah. But they, you know, the, the principle of Lean Six Sigma is find the waste. Right. Find where your, your inefficiencies are. Right. And create a program to dissolve that yeah, basically and make exactly everybody's right. life much faster and that, easier that's exactly right. drive it's, costs down ultimately. But. And so we're starting to see robots that can move through the world in ways that they couldn't before. Right. Uh, you know, that's, that's been our specialty. We're starting to see those robots now be uh, utilized to do tasks that, that uh, are mundane, boring, dangerous th- things that you don't want humans to do. Because they those humans would be much more valuable doing other things. Do you things. have any diaper changes? Absolutely. Uh, you know, that, <laughs> hey, <laughs> honestly, that is that's one of those tasks. Gosh, you know? <laughs> man, yeah. If it only could hold the kid down that doesn't want to be changed. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. And this is maybe a question that you can't answer, but do you guys do any work with Tesla? Like, I know they have that advanced automatic car driving software that the dealers, sure. I don't know if they're all their stuff is proprietary, like to themselves only, or do you guys get, assi- do you assist other companies with stuff like that? Um, not, not in that way. You know, we have, you know, we have custom, a lot of customers in the automotive space. That's a yeah. big, big space for us. Um, you know, the, the, the 
sort of I, I think what you're asking is about sort of the brain that they've built for yeah their, the programming the, yeah. the well, sensors they, for the cameras I was gonna the, say the way the whole entire system works together I mean they have the, I think they have a LiDAR system on that one don't mm-hmm. they or is it do they switch it back out to something else so it's a combination of sensors but yeah. it's primarily and LiDAR cameras. based but, yeah. but our you know the yeah cameras especially um you know we're we're 80% owned by Hyundai so wow. so in that in that way you know we're we're very much mm. invested in the automotive space but mm. um you know, I, I wouldn't say we're collaborating with, with Tesla. No, but I think the technology kind of bleeds over into certain yeah. areas. You sure. know, once a patent's up, they can take it. They can use it, basically, whatever. But um, it seems to me that, you know, if these other car companies don't follow what Tesla's doing, even if they don't take their technology, they have companies like you that, you know, it's got all sorts of this this spot, right, is what he's called. Yeah. You know, just listening to the technology that you guys just have in this guy with the, you know, FLIR systems and, you know, cameras, and it's got sensors for many other things that I'm sure we're not even going to talk about. But um, but those types of things going into cars make those cars more autonomous, right? Sure. So I just found out the other day that my truck and then my wife's car drives itself eventually on um, on cruise control. And it's all camera-based, basically, yeah. sensor-based. Lane, lane, it knows where the lanes are. It drifts yeah. a little bit when you get to a turn lane or something. Yeah. But otherwise, I was pretty amazed by that. And it feels crazy to even let a car take itself at that point, even though it says get your hands on the wheel. Yeah. I'm sitting here but going, well, of I'm not really doing anything. How yeah. that frees up, like, stuff for humans to do. Like, I find myself to be a lot more rested after using that kind of a system. Oh, yeah. Like, you go on a long drive with that kind of lane oh, assist. Oh, yeah. Just, you're no longer quite as tense. I have a friend that, energy. I have a friend that owns a company, yeah. and he does his paperwork while he's letting his car drive itself. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that, guys. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not condoning that. But I think, and the only reason I said that is because I feel like that's where the future's headed and not too far down the line here. You know, I mean, uh, what you guys are doing is, is you're speeding yeah. up the process of, of learning and speeding up the yeah. process of how we humans can mm-hmm. start to get mm-hmm. back to what we're good at, like you said earlier. The goal with any tool inside of an industrial environment is set it and forget it. You don't you don't yeah. want to have to babysit it if it's you know you're trying to automate. You're trying to, to create an autonomous function, uh, and so Spot is is really good at learning an environment. It it, it builds a three D map around its body. Um, it understands depth. Uh, it doesn't know the difference between a human or an office chair. It right. just knows depth. Um, but it right. bu- it builds a map of its environment, and it 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 uh, it allows you, you it allows you to to show it things you want it to do along the way in that map, and it is incredibly versatile at at evolve uh, adapting to a changing environment. So right. let's say yeah. someone parks a forklift in the way, which is pretty common in a right. yeah. But it's or, used to a path, yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. Now it can now this technology that you were just talking about to bring it back to what spot how spot functions. Can identify like this is something in my path that wasn't here before. How do I identify? How do it? I how do I deal with this? What situation? do I deal? Yeah, yeah. Um, And so that robot's ability to do we call it foot placement planning, and it 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 it, uh, it has something we call athletic intelligence, hmm. where it's constantly sort of making decisions about how do I na- how do I stay mobile and 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 upright and and navigate this terrain. Um, and it does that amazingly. Like wow. that is where the real brilliance of this platform and is. And it does it pretty quick, you know, I'm it's assuming. In, instant. And, right. and it's, so in that it, situation, it would just go around? or uh, would it? Yeah, so it'll go about a meter or two off its path to go okay. around something. But, yeah. but here's the thing, it, you know, it gets more complicated because you might say, well, when it's on this part of the path, if it goes to the left, it's going to walk into my forklift lane. <laughs> right, yeah. And I don't want it walking into my forklift right. lane. So so then that's things that we so have I to learn. So I teach it to stop. So, assess. so what we what we figured out in that instance is you may have sections of your map where you go, 
I, I want you to stick to your path strictly. Right. No fly section. zone, basically. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not allowed to, to veer one way or another. And so we've we've had to learn a lot over the oh, last man. couple of years about what <laughs> what like slippery floors. For oh instance, man, you know, like you you know how do you how does a four legged robot navigate mm-hmm. ice? Right, with balls for feet. Or, yeah. 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 So like uh, you know we're constantly that's what's kind of interesting about the technology is we're constantly improving it. Mm-hmm. So like every six or so months, we're pushing out new software that just is a huge improvement. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we're, it's that, it is that all the hardware is there. The, the tech, right. the tech is there. The hardware is there. How does it use it? But you, right. so you yeah. guys have a whole team, I'm sure at Boston dynamics that just comes up with the apps that you have to use on your, your, your um, iPad or whatever it is. But let's talk about the technology that's actually in. This, well, should this we spot. maybe talk a bit about Caleb? Cause remember his wife well, said that yeah. we talked to yeah. Caleb okay. about <laughs> Boston dynamics, but not about that's him. right. So, <laughs> so we got to prove it. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. So now that we've got, I guess you're right. We've got a good gist of what this yeah. is and what it's for. And we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah, and I definitely, we yeah. want to come back and talk about uh, many other uses that this has. But, but so, the Exploring the Ozarks is about the people of the Ozarks. Yeah, and sure. Caleb does live yeah. here in the Ozarks. And we're here to explore yeah. those types of things yeah. as well. So, you know, as far as, you know, like we said earlier, New England area is where Boston Dynamics is. But so how does a guy go from, uh, I mean, you didn't live in Ozark when you got the job. Let's explore what happened to Caleb to yeah. get you here to Ozark. Sure. Yeah, so so uh, born and raised in New England when I was about 16, 15, actually, my, my parents, my dad's job moved us to the St. Louis area. So we're about 50 miles west of St. Louis, a little town called Warrington. Um, you know, went to finish high school there, ended up getting into College of the Ozarks. Um, oh, wow. Wow. What was yeah, appealing impressive. about College of the Ozarks for you? Free. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, uh, so I mean, a decent, College of the Ozarks isn't free, though. Uh, you have to work well, while you're there. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You had a decent work ethic, yeah. at no, least. I, yeah. I, I say that tongue-in-cheek. Graduating without debt is pretty pretty important. Yes. But, uh, you know, pretty, pretty amazing. But the you know obviously the the work study program. My brother went there. My sister went there. Mm-hmm. So I was okay. just I was just the, the last one in line to go. Okay, this makes yeah. sense. I got in and and uh, so I went to college. Years like I studied public relations. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been back a few times since they've 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 brought me on campus to do oh, you know to sure to show spa, yeah. talk about robotics. Right, but uh, robotics was not your no no that wasn't. No, <laughs> no, I'm not I, you know that, that was not my forte. I was. You know, I was. You're uh, good at talking to people. Yeah, you're, not, you're you know, not an engineer that wants to sit in front of a computer and do this all day. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. But you're still pretty techie, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I immediately, <laughs> 2004 ish, started, in, you know, in into tech startups. So from oh, like cool. my entire career, I've been in in early stage tech tech and and Gosh. and have done every job. You yeah. know, marketing. I I did. I recorded video. I've edited video. Mm, I, yeah. You know, I, I, I built uh, ad campaigns. I, I sent invoices. I, you know, wow. everything you do, everything in startups, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I had I had just the right amount of like crazy meets insane. Like like you know, I'm young. <laughs> I can like you know, I'll I can go, do anything. I'll, I'll yeah. throw myself at this and just try to do it. Um, so I was living in, in St. Louis, uh, was started, a, uh, with a couple other guys started a company where we were building software for nonprofit, uh, to online donations. Were you actually software. coding this? 
I was not. I was okay. the business guy. You were so the business guy. Okay. I, was, I was literally taking PDFs that we had designed of the mm-hmm. interface, and I was w- going to no- knocking on doors at nonprofits. Oh, gosh. Going, Will you, <laughs> it, would you buy this software wow. yeah. that didn't exist? So you're oh, field my. testing, basically. And, 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 and had to seed, seed the development of the software with yeah. the sales. Jeez, so, man. Um, so that we built that company up. You know, That is crazy. You know, as three of us, we probably had 20 or 30 folks. And, Unreal. And, um, and, and then I, I, I saw the writing on the wall where data is concerned. I went, yeah. everything's moving to big data. Yeah. Yes. And this is, this is probably 2013, 14 in there. And mm-hmm. I started to think about where's my career going. And, um, and so I, I, um, I was consulting with a company in Atlanta, uh, and, or a nonprofit in Atlanta. I met another consultant and he said, Hey, have you ever heard of this company in South Florida? Uh, this company called Levitas, and uh, I said, no, that's that seems really interesting. Let me look into it. I, I went and had lunch with these guys. They're in West, based in West Palm, uh, and, and, which was right by the Cardinals spring training. Yeah. Which yeah. Is oh, great cool. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Big so, baseball fan then, yeah. Yeah, I lo- like my first white date with my wife was to Cardinals Expo. Oh, that's oh, my Third gosh. baseline. Yeah. yeah. So hey. you go here to the to stadium Old here Bush in town? Stadium. Old Bush Stadium. Do you go to the stadium here in town? Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been to the stadium, and I need to go more. Like, it's a pretty stadium. Just tell yeah. them what you do for a day job. They'll get you in all the yeah, time. Just bring your robot. I'm sure they'll let you in. Yeah. So I'll try to do the fast version of this. So I, I, I went to this company and I was there about four or five years and the whole focus was on on big data, on uh, artificial uh, machine learning. How do you actually manage all the big data? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's like and, the basics of AI that yeah, we see yes, now that we'll data, talk about. Yeah. Data, data, yep. data. So I actually helped that company build their their machine learning practice mm-hmm. and, and um, we, we hired some really bright machine learning engineers and we went out and I sold the first few projects mm. And uh, that was my introduction into artificial intelligence. Right. So we were building all kinds of cool stuff for, you know, big companies um, yeah. based in Florida. Um, all along, kind of like, I love Florida, the weather. I, I, my, all my kids are born there. My wife's from there oh, originally. Man. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, you know, I had this longing for, for to get back to the Midwest, to get yeah. back to land. You hear that quite a bit. I love uh, that, so, man. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of the statistics that when COVID <laughs> hit, that's when I moved back. Okay. So I got this job. Oh, wow. Uh, and I said, do you need me in Boston? And they were like, well, you know, the office isn't even open right now. Right. So, so you got, uh, how did you get the job? That's though? what I was getting ready yeah, to say. Did you question. approach them? Did they approach you? Yeah. Was it on Indeed? I mean, what? I don't <laughs> imagine <laughs> with his background, he just walked up to the door and knocked so, on it. I was. I, I went. Hey, hey. You want? You, can I have a job? Yeah. yeah. Knock on the door. Here's my yeah. resume. Here's working, a PDF. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's not that far from that. So I was working. I was, I was working on some projects with some big companies where we were trying to figure out. We needed visual data. We needed camera data. Yeah. But we couldn't mount fixed cameras. Was this um, a? This is a. Where was this at? Boston. This is down in Florida. Yeah. This is, uh, I, I can't s- talk specifically about the location, Where it was. Okay, but yeah. um, okay. it was in a power plant. I'll, I'll tell you okay. that much. Um, and we had some other projects where it was like, you know, a mobile camera was really compelling, like a, a self guided autonomous mobile oh, sure, camera yeah. because hmm. we wanted the visual data so that we could run analytics and, de- and detect things. Yeah. Right. Um, and you're used to being in tech companies. So it's like, it's, it's there somewhere. Somebody, yeah. Somebody's done it. Yeah. Well, I'm so sitting yeah. here thinking you're going to put it on like a little RC car, like a camera, yeah. like a GoPro and send it into something or whatever. But I'm assuming this is something that's pretty high tech that you, you didn't want to send people in there. No, we needed repeatable, reliable data capture yeah. in right. places where, 
we weren't going to send humans and we couldn't mat, we couldn't mount fixed cameras. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so <laughs> we, we like, we went, well, what robot could do this? Yeah. Right. And, and there wasn't one. And we, we saw, okay, well, Boston Dynamics has announced they're going to commercialize this thing. So we just started getting in their inbox. <laughs> oh. Can we buy one? Can we buy one? Can we buy one? Give it, we will give you, you know, money. Please. Yeah. And, and yeah. eventually they let us buy and we bought two of the first, you know, wow. uh, run that they did. I mean, so I, not only do you sell them now, but you were one of the ones to I, buy the I first I was a customer. Ones. Wow. Yeah, I was a customer. So cool. we bought two. We, within two weeks we had mounted our own cameras, our mm. own edge compute. We were doing like detection of, you know, humans and reading yeah. gauges and doing all kinds of interesting things. And went to Boston to get trained and, and talk to them about what we were up to. And uh, everything I saw was some, and I've been in tech and high tech my entire career. Everything I saw was new. I had never seen wow. anything like it. The big learning yeah. curve, um, yeah. And it was like, this is, this is yeah. the future. This is undeniable. Because I'm sure that you saw also a whole bunch of crazy things that we don't see yeah. as the, on the, in the public. Yeah. You, and, and, and just yeah. being in that environment and rubbing shoulders with those people, I was like, I felt this energy. I came home, I told my wife, oh my like, gosh. I said, I don't know how, but I am going to work at that yeah. company. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> sure it was, awesome. the, it was yeah. the passion probably of the place too. Like yeah. everybody wanted to be there. They loved oh, being there. Unbelievable. And at that time, you know, they might've yeah. had, there might've been you know, 100, 150 employees yeah. when, I, when I was there. So still, still small enough. So yeah. what year was this, you said? So this is 20, this is 2019. 2019. So, yeah. Okay. Right before so, you started yeah. working there. Yeah. So, so then that's, this is like October, November, 2019. Fast forward. I, 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 I put together my plan for how I'm going to work at Boston. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's on a PDF. I, I, I meet, yeah. yeah, I meet some incredible people from the team cause we started to, to sure. do projects together. Yeah. Right. So we were, we ended I ended up on a road trip in Texas with, uh, with some of the key people from Boston Sweet. Dynamics. And you're just, like, this is my moment. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm either going to box Roll this. Or, yeah. Yeah. And these guys are just incredible humans. Uh, we just had the best time. And, and, and I, and I, I asked them right then and they're like, are you guys thinking about building this team? Um, cause they had just started to commercialize the road. Yeah. I mean, they had what they called an early adopter program mm. where basically it's the strangest thing. People were pitching us to buy the robot. Like people yeah. would come and say, "Let us buy the robot." Right. Well, you with know? all the the public notice that Boston Dynamics has had over the years, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we, honestly, I mean, well, I'm so sure much interest. It was just yeah. like the company yeah. you worked for, where it's like, "Gosh, we need something so yeah. bad," and yeah. then they see a YouTube video and they're yeah. like, "Oh, well, I maybe, would do it. Maybe that yeah. should do it." Yeah. And I'm sure every company that's <laughs> got anything that would use this robot for was itching to get it. I'm yeah. sure and pay yeah. enough to so do much it. interest. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. Incredible. So you saw the advantage to build out their their sales area, right? Yeah. So I said, you know, look, I've I've been selling bleeding edge tech my whole career. Oh. This I know That's this a great fit. You know, I know <laughs> yeah. this space. I I understand this product, um, and and uh, came on board. I get, I think I was hired in June, and then I and then we packed up the house in Florida. We we had it up on the market anyway. We decided we were kind of done. Yeah. Um. We, yeah. we market was pretty good at that. Market point was too, good. So yeah. Uh, we sold. Sold it, packed up, bought a house in Ozark, sight unseen. Never saw the house. <laughs> wow! Um, and just had my realtor going and looking at stuff. Had some, we have some friends that are here, Good. you know, mm -hmm. and, and they went and looked at stuff for us. And then we pulled up, and in and, and, uh, I'm gonna talk to Ozark. I'm gonna talk to people from this area. Oh no! So we're we're driving up from Florida with all of our stuff, right? Um, 
and we come through Rogersville, and it takes us the back way. And, oh. I, and this house oh, is down one twenty five down there. Oh my goodness! And we get to this house, and we've been driving the last twenty miles on back roads. Oh my god! And we look. I looked at my wife, and we went, "What did we do? Yeah, yeah. Like, you hear banjos yeah. playing. <laughs> like, this is. I mean, we knew we knew we wanted. Because you, you told us where you were before the show, which we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Right? but it's like talking, I know the area you're talking yeah. about, and yes, it can feel well, that yeah, way. You're yeah. talking Linden Lure. Which we just had those guys on our show too, but you're yeah. talking—it's really pretty. But boy, well, it's, it's windy unless you have a U-Haul or something. I'm sure. Unless you go really through far. down like the main roads, there are some main roads to get down there, but it's yeah. still windy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I have—we uh, we pull our boat to the lake, oh. and driving on that road is crazy sketchy. scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drove a bus down there once. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. So, so we, uh, so we end up, we pull in, and we're like. It took us a couple of days to figure out that we were only a few miles from from Ozark yeah, proper. Right. Like we're right, and right. then and then we're oh, this isn't bad, and and it, it's what we wanted. We didn't want to see our neighbors. We wanted animals. Yeah. We Close wanted to four wheelers. We wanted dirt bikes. We wanted our kids to live this right. lifestyle. But you're yeah. 10, 15 minutes from anything. You oh need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he was close. To, he's clo- he's close to Ozark, which is yeah. where I grew up. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that's only that. be, hey, that's only because he said the Nick's a house. They didn't accept the offer. So. Yeah. Oh, is that what we, it was? We had two. Oh, we had an okay. offer. He'll, he'll okay. take Ozark by default. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had, know, we had an fine. offer in a house. It was just what was available. Yeah, okay. Nixa was the first choice. We had an offer in a house in Nixa, offer in a house in Ozark, and we picked those two areas because. Uh, you know, proximity to the airport. I, I travel a lot. Right? Yeah. Um, and but do you fly out of the, the smaller part down there, Gimli? No, no. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm an I'm an American Airlines guy. Yeah. I, I gotta I gotta get to where I I'm actually going. took a pilot lessons out of that. Did airport you really? down there? Yeah. You know, honestly, there was a guy, and he the guy that I took it from, he actually used to fly into his job at Cessna in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. that's wild. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I yeah. see it. Yeah. I drive that's by it. it. Yeah. I drive by it every time I leave the house, and I'm like, yeah, Man, this is this. That's a cool neighborhood. But yeah, it, uh, it, I would love to live in an airport neighborhood. Yeah, it's really cool. It'd be fun. Yeah. Isn't that like a grass? Nope, field asphalt. is it actually no, asphalt? asphalt? Yeah, okay, little, there's yeah, there yeah, are a couple of grass field yeah, that's the ones in the I've area, seen. but yeah. Gimli's an actual airport. Very cool. Yeah. You have like half million million dollar homes surrounding. Yeah, there. oh and yeah. Then some hang- there's actually a hangar that was converted. The lower part is a hangar, then the upper half is apartment. Uh, there's also. Have you ever yeah. been down to the end of that yes. road where Wayne Newton's house was? My, it was uh, Wayne, Newton. Wayne Newton had a house down there. Okay, yeah. so that yeah. was I actually had some friends of mine who bought that at the tax auction. Yeah, the O'Reillys, yeah. I believe, own it now. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, they so call it my Wayne friends, World. they bought yeah. it. Yeah. They bought it at the tax it's beautiful. auction. Beautiful. And then they cleaned it out. Oh gosh. And then and actually, I went back there at one point and took photos. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, whenever they sold yeah. it again, the next oh. owner sold it, and then I went back and they actually finished it off really nice. Oh, it's, yeah, it's super nice. It's a funny yeah. story. We, we were here about a week, and one of our dogs just disappeared. And yeah, it never. We'd li- you know we lived in a cul-de-sac. We had a fenced backyard. It wasn't used to the freedom. It wasn't used to the freedom. <laughs> and so we're panicking. He's we're like, putting, I'm out of here. We're putting flyers up. We post oh, no. some stuff on Facebook. Then all when we finally figured out, posted on Facebook, the community around us went like. You Crazy know, hey, we gotta it, help yeah. these people find uh-huh. this dog. Oh wow! It was at the O'Reilly property. Oh yeah, it's like camped out on a. <laughs> He's like, a, this is a good spot. Yeah, yeah. So there's quiet. a pool there. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. There's the a plane. creek and everything. Yeah. Oh man, it's yeah. gorgeous down there. Yeah. So, so that was an adventure. <laughs> so that's funny. It's we, a good Ozark story, right there. It is yeah. actually. Well, it means everything about what we do with this. So, yeah. but so, so yeah, so yeah, so we're in we're three almost three years now in Ozark. Um, obviously, you had my sister lives in Hollister. My my. My brother, uh, who who passed recently, was in Osage, and my and my parents there too, Osage area. Yeah. Um. So we we knew the area well. We knew what we were getting ourselves into, yeah. and we knew what we, what we wanted. Yeah. And and we, it checked so many boxes for us, and and 
we just we're we're so happy with our property. Well, yeah, because you said you have five kids now. Five they kids. get to go run around and do whatever oh, the wow. heck yeah. they want to. I didn't to. know you had five kids. Do yeah. they spend a lot of time outside? I have, I have seven. Do, yeah. So. yeah, he's got yeah. he's got plenty of them too. Yeah. I'm not we're not yeah. trying to say that I'm better than I'm just joking. He's no. looking. I'm for, just you don't see a lot of people with that many kids. No, no. and he's looking for land as well. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. yeah, so we got. I mean, with the kids ride around in the four wheelers, they help take care of the animals. We have pigs, chickens. bees. sounds exactly like what my wife wants. She wants a little hobby farm out in the country. We can't see anybody yeah 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 so we're, we've been we're just really embracing the lifestyle and there's love it it's such an interesting community people there's so many people who make things and grow things and yeah. fix things and yeah <laughs> I mean, it's just like yeah. i was like, telling my wife i mean I, i've there's people around to do this it's like you should make your own home um kiln not kiln sorry forge Oh, so uh, like you can cool. melt metal and oh, then you gosh. can cast it and say like you, there's all this stuff online, but oh, like, there's people I'll that do that sort of stuff of around ideas, here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a friend that does that actually. He'll he'll melt stuff and just cast yeah. metal and things oh, like that. Long term, yeah. art form. Long term, my goal is to actually have a little brewery in my house. I've been oh, be cool. brewing yeah. my own beer for years, and 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 a passion of mine is to brew with the things that grow in this area. Oh, uh, cool. So that, that's something I'm working towards. That's well. super I cool. I think Matt can yeah. connect with some people. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got people that do that already, and it's actually some of the best beer I've ever had, actually. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's all homegrown. There's a lot of love that goes into it. Absolutely. So maybe yeah. that's why it tastes so much better than bottled stuff that you yeah. get anywhere else. But So, so now we're return back to the technology. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, well, it's just crazy to me that, I mean, what year did you graduate high school? 2001. 2001. Oh, so you're okay. right behind us, or with you, actually. But, yeah, I was 2005. Um, and I was 99. So, I mean, you kind of, you really blossomed with, you know, into your 20s and 30s really quickly to work yeah. for one of the best, biggest tech companies that I think there ever is or will be. Um, and you guys are just getting started yeah. from what I can notice yeah. with this. I mean, yeah, you go from a few years ago, you had two, I'm going to call them vehicles, um, and they started out in, in places that you wanted to send people that you never could send somebody. So now you've you've helped that industry out, and I'm sure you're continuing to help them. Let's talk about what's on this thing and what are you guys using it for in yeah. other capacities. Yeah, absolutely. So, and can you use it to do brewing stuff eventually? <laughs> sure. Well, we'll see. I mean, anything's possible. Uh, we do we do have robots in in breweries. Uh, and, oh, and doing some 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 inspection stuff. But, That's cool. Well, um, I remember you talking about because uh, at STC Squared I was photographed and videoing your stuff specifically. Um, but you had talked about how steam leaks are like a huge energy waster steam, for a lot of these steam, places. Compressed air. Yeah. yeah. Compressed air is a big one. Nitrogen. So that makes sense. So, the brewery, they have a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Compressed. Any, any place where they're making things, air, air is, compressed air is like powering so yeah. much yeah. stuff, right? Oh yeah. Um, and, and so. As a human, you can't really see that. No, typically. you can't, you can't see or hear the leaks. Yeah. Well, right. Oftentimes. It's Sometimes obviously pretty can. loud in most of those places yeah, too. Yeah, super so, loud. Yeah. And, and so you have to be able to isolate the frequency and find those leaks and those leaks, a quarter inch air leak in North America is roughly about eight grand a year in energy costs. Whoa. Oh. So okay. that adds up. That's right? unreal. Yeah. Um, and I've seen, I've been to places where I'm using the robot with the combination of a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an acoustic sensor from a company called Fluke. If you've used multimeters, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Fluke is a well-known sensor. Fluke company. is a weird name for a company that sells electronics. So yeah. <laughs> is that a fluke? It's a fluke. It's a good, like, I, it, you know, I, I've had the privilege of, vis- of like meeting with those guys in, in Europe and they have multiple offices. Oh, but, um, is it a German name? A German or? company. Yeah. Okay. Makes yeah. More sense. That makes now. more sense. Yeah. So there's two dots over the U. That's probably, probably. Fluke. Yeah. Fluke. Uh, I don't know. Amazing. They're amazing. You sounded, you sounded like you knew guys. what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm German ancestry. You know. Yeah. So I've gotten, I've, uh, 
Germany's incredible. We can talk. I can talk for, for a while about Germany. I, what been, a cool opportunity. Yeah, though, I've been man. there a bunch. So you the you, you put years. the sensor from Fluke on top of yeah, the dog and the, the sensor from Fluke, and then and then we walk the dog around and we teach it where we want it to go and look for leaks. Mm -hmm. And I'll walk out of a I'll walk out of a demonstration and we'll have found a dozen. Airlines. Oh my gosh! That they, they probably they, had no clue. Saving about. Them yeah. tens of thousands you know, of dollars. Yeah, right I mean. there. Well, like, so yeah. they're just like you know, sign just, me up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. send yeah, me an invoice. You're like, well, yeah. well, can we talk about how much these dogs cost? Because I mean, it's, sure, it's yeah. not super expensive. I mean, I yeah. couldn't buy one. I mean, I'll say but if that, you're yeah. a multi-million dollar manufacturing yeah. company, that's everything to you, and you recoup that cost within a couple of years, oh, if yeah. that. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Two-year payoff is is easy. That's what everybody looks for on ROI. Customers that have gotten it down to a year. How long does it take somebody to learn how to use this with all the technology and sensors that are on it? I mean, is that yeah. like something you go do? Yeah. So you'll see after this when I let you drive the robot, it's it's minutes. Okay. You know? Oh, okay. You know, okay. Like, I can hand. This the, isn't like a class you got to take. No, I hand the control. It's not like a drone or it's it's just. It really isn't. So As a simple. drone pilot, and I've actually driven this thing before too at the yeah. event. It's, oh. it's really very intuitive. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. hand it to people, and within minutes, they're very comfortable. Yeah, he literally just gave it to a room yeah. full of guys and just said, "Here, have fun." And then he would talk yeah. to somebody else. Oh, we, we would just we would just all play with it. Yeah, and then a couple of hours to start teaching it autonomous. Yeah paths i mean Gosh. literally it's 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 designed to be like get it out of the box and right and go so i get to my office that day and i know i'm the guy that's got to run this and all i really have to do is take it to the spot that i taught it and it's almost like a Roomba at that point where it knows where it needs to go throughout that facility. Well, it has a yeah. charging station that it ports okay. yeah. Well, so, so, yeah. And then it goes and does its thing throughout the day, and I go do something else that's right. more productive. Yeah, so you at this point you now you can schedule things down to the minute. Like, Gosh. I want this to go out every Tuesday and Thursday and do this yeah. thing. Right. At and you're not even watching it. You just know it's doing set, the same. Set it and forget it. Well, there's some companies that have yeah. two or three of these things that will oh, go bet. out and do. Yeah, all kinds of different data. Like, you can imagine if a plant is really large. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the the battery life's ninety minutes. You can go about six to seven kilometers, depending on sort of like variety of. Okay. That's a Wait lot. Wait a minute, though. we're Americans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. So about four so and like a half three, miles, yeah. so like three, three, three miles, which three, is yeah. four miles. It's a ways, right? That's to, a long ways. Uh, so, so <laughs> my battery be low too. Yeah, so yeah, would. You want to think about it in loops. So you start at the dock, you do a loop, you finish at the dock. Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty comparable to a human, though. I mean, yeah. that's like an hour of walking. If you do a fast walk, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. And the robot's yeah. doing a heck of a lot more than a person's doing. Yeah. So so. Uh, now, where where we see cases for multiple robots is when it's just a just the scale of a facility, it's just sure. a massive place where yeah. it's just like oh, some of those are oh, like word. their own city in itself, like, like oh, a Hyundai yeah. facility. Here. Yeah, like I was yeah. just in <laughs> Nissan I was just or... in Louisiana at a at a big petrochem plant. I mean, and we're talking there's the size of a city. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and then, then they build a know, city around it for the people that work there. Almost, and, you know, it's it's you got to have several several robots to cover that kind yeah. of ground. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know that's another industry that's that's really picking up for us, oil and gas, refineries, petrochem. You know that that's a it's a great space for yeah. us. So. Not to go down a dark path or go on a road we don't need to go down, but you know this is one of those hot topics I think right now because it seems like every time you guys have a video that comes out, it goes viral very quickly and sure. people share it, people alter it, they make stupid videos out of it, and make mm -hmm. it seem like it's some kind of. Uh, conspiracy theory, and I'm not going to go down that road either. But when it comes to what you guys are doing, this is helping humanity more than it's hurting. And with the Absolutely. invention of Chat GTP4 and how it's far surpassed its first version, and how you guys are probably going to be incorporating this into what you do, what people don't think about is that AI is something that you can control. And with yeah. these, this 
dog that you guys have or these dogs that you guys are putting out, how does you say it does learn its environment, it does learn how to adapt to itself. So how is the AI helping you guys? Sure. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't possess, you know, like a a neural net in the way you might think. Like it's not it's It's not not, Skynet. Yeah, it's not not, (laughs) it doesn't understand the world around it and like and teach itself. So it's not like a Tesla, you know, like a Tesla can recognize objects and as it's driving around. It's digesting data more than it is thinking. So, you know, I think it's I think it's important to like you to take a step back and and think about artificial intelligence and how how neural nets are trained. Yeah. Um, you know, AI is really only as good as the data that you give it right. and, and and um the you know the the opportunity for AI in robotics what that's exciting is is what I would call contextual awareness. We're not we're not there. It's like right. this is just starting. We announced. Explain that. What's contextual? Yeah, so um Understanding the world around it in a more in a in a in a more robust way. So in the, in the in the real application, it comes to down to like uh, manipulation. So the example I like to give to people that's like a really basic human task, and I think I might have given this at the Springfield event. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is we take for granted, but it's it would be absolutely impossible for a robot to do is 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 to fry an egg All right you know super huh. simple right. super simple task great and, way to know, put pe- it though pe- people go oh robots are going to take over a robot <laughs> couldn't fry an egg to save its life right you know so it, i have no need for so, it so, right. yeah. <laughs> so the, the contextual the, the contextual awareness of well what is an egg where is it right um what's a, it's what, all the steps the philosophical ref- part of it too what's a refrigerator <laughs> what's a refrigerator right how do i open where do i get it from because our refrigerator is different I was going to say, how did the yeah. egg get in the refrigerator? What's a stove? What's a frying pan? How do <laughs> right. I turn the stove this on? This is right. one of those things yeah. that, as an exercise for me, because, you know, I don't, I, as a creative person, especially with ChatGPT and then all, like, the, the art stuff coming out. But yeah. I'm also a big tech head. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I like to think about, too. It's like, computers are not that smart. No. They no, can't figure out all the steps between what... Me picking up this mint, for example, it's like, okay, why did I do that? And Where what do I do at? with it? Yeah. What if I want you to go pick up a mint in the other room? I mean, can you actually find that thing? Yeah. Right. I mean, right. all yeah. these things yeah. that step into that go in that process yeah. is crazy. It's such a good example. And then th- start to think about, well, how many varieties of mints in the world? <laughs> yeah, what if it's a green one? What's my favorite What if it's one? two yeah. rounds? How they, and how do you understand the packaging? I mean, yeah. right. What so if it's not the right size or color? You don't want that one that right. you sent yeah. me to get. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. so, so literally every step of n- understanding what this is <laughs> has to be trained yeah. and AI has yeah. to be trained it's for crazy that. complicated and then yeah. how and then that's the first thing is just knowledge of what it right. is mm-hmm. the next thing is what do I do with yeah that? the use yeah. well and, and, and the know, thing that people don't realize is that chat GTP is nothing but words it's nothing but yeah. it's a it's a it's natural an, language engine yes, at it's the it's end a, of the day there you go yeah. and well, it's all I have experiences with that like I'm doing a I'm gonna make a little podcast called uh, where I, I just chat it's called AI storytelling. I love this. And what I do is I give it prompts. Yeah. And I say, hey, here's the prompt of what I want you to do. And <laughs> I want you to write a story. This right. many characters. First off, it never really hits the character mark. Yeah. No. For whatever reason, it just never does. Um, and then secondly, I noticed it takes things. Like I, like I did one story where I said, tell me a story about planets that use social media and there has to be a chase scene. But the first thing it did is it used our solar system's planets. Yeah. Like it didn't try to come up with anything inventive. Mm. Then I had another story I wrote where, or I had it, I had it right, where it was like, there, tell me a story of a sailor that's trapped in a boiler room underwater for 30 years. And it did that, but one of the first things it did is it said, oh, and I said there has to be magic involved. Right. And it said there's a magical mermaid that comes in, and then they leave and explore the ship and the coral reefs, and then at the very end it says, but it, it, one day there's an explosion, and the boiler oh. room opened up, and he could escape out of it. I'm oh, like, wait a second. wow. Wait a second. It was exploring the coral reef in the area around the ship 
why he was already have, out of it. But yeah, why did it have to? Yeah. So there's these little things that it that it's an, it still doesn't understand. A lot of nuances. Yeah. That and it's that it's it. that awareness, like you said, the contextual awareness. It's yeah. like it's not following all the ideas that I have as a human. Right. Where it's like these are the constraints, but it's not understanding all these. Well, things. and it's 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 always learning from itself too. I mean, yeah. I know China's so, even got technology for AI in their fighter pilot or their fighter jets. Where they say that I want to say ten percent of their fighter jets have nothing but AI in them. Yeah, the pilot's yeah. only there to make sure that it lands safely, pretty much. Well, and planes takes have off. had that ability for a long. Well, time. they do it yeah. for dogfighting and things like that, and they say that they're far surpassing the fighter pilots in combat. Yeah, interesting. As far as how quickly they learn, yeah. the jet learns. It knows how, where you're going to be before you go. It knows if you pull the joystick just a little left to go right that you. It knows exactly what you're doing before yeah, you do it. Almost. That's the scary part to a lot of people yes. that they think AI can do. But I think that that's probably not completely the truth as well. <laughs> no, I mean, there's so there's so many misnomers. Like yeah. I, I constantly have to, as someone who's been in the oh, middle gosh. of machine learning projects, like I can tell you, it's so hard to to just identify just the simplest yeah. th- things. You know, so many edge cases that you can't train for, and then if you train, if you, you can easily overfit an algorithm, and I could go. Mm. I mean, it's I, I can get in the weeds as to why people, uh, you know don't need to be alarmist about this technology. Right. Sure. But where I'm excited with robotics is we're going to get to a place where um, it's going to be easier for a robot to know what this is. Right. Like, yeah. That is a water bottle. I understand, or, you know, I understand what this is in context, yeah. but then the next massive challenge is what do I do with it? How do I, <laughs> yeah. gra- how do I gra- grasp it carefully? And, you know, and right. where do I grasp it? And right. how much pressure do I have? So if I gave a robot a command to go give me a bottle of water, yeah, like first would have to understand well, first understand what it looks like, but I mean, wouldn't yeah. my command what if it's of a, telling what, it to bring? What if it's a different label though, right? You know, right? I mean, I mean but we're assuming it recognizes a bottle of water. But if it does that, my command to tell it to bring it to me would that not leap that that boundary you're talking about? That massive step of what do I do with this once thing? it learns it? You know, yeah. So yeah. what are you? <laughs> where is it in space? Mm. Oh, right. Gosh. You know, where where are you in in reference to the robot? Where's the ref- robot in reference to the bottle? Right. Where's the robot in reference to you? Right. Like all of huh. those things have to be figured out. Right. Um, so we have lots to put a, of technology. We have to put a tracker on us GPS. <laughs> and the robot can be like, oh yeah. Anyway. Well, so yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's see, really complicated. You look at like I, I always yeah. reference like Rocky when he's got that uh, when he gets rich and he has the the house robot that's always doing his robotic yeah, stuff yeah. around the house and bringing him coca-cola and stuff yeah. like that how far off do you think we are from something like that um i i think robots in in a in the home setting were a ways like, yeah and it's mostly about safety, safety and and um you know i think robots that are doing really simple tasks like we are you've, you've already seen fixed arms that'll grab so, you know mm-hmm. something will be coming down a conveyor belt grabs it puts it over it's here pretty common and it's right. really you know, That's successful. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Now put wheels on that arm and now you got a whole other heap of problems. Oh, Something I've yeah. seen recently put is legs. Um, right. legs even harder. Well, and sensors, like what you guys are doing with legs, holy smokes, yeah. knowing where each leg's got to go at yeah. all times. So if you look at like the problems holy you have smoke. to solve first, it's mobility, autonomy, perception, then manipulation kind of in yeah. that order. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, hmm. you know, where we're at today is we've, We've made huge strides in mobility and autonomy and perception. The next big thing is now that I have a robot that can actually move in the real world and understand the world enough to not run into things and things like that, that, can I grab something? And can I understand what that something is? That's where, that's the next big thing you're going to see tackled. And it's going to move fast, but it's, 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 um, 
it's still it's just a huge challenge. Huge yeah. challenge. So, so let me so ask you this: very simple stuff. Absolutely, along yeah. the same lines of that question. So, where do you see robotics being in like ten years? Like, what gets you really excited? Yeah, because the last yeah. five years things yeah. have just blown up entirely. So, like, say 2030, What do you think will be? <laughs> Oh, Pretty close question. to where we are now, I would assume. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think you're going to see, you know, you're going to see the public start to understand, yeah. understand robotics in a, in a much deeper way that, yeah. that they're not, thre- they don't feel threatened or, or anxious about it. Do you see more like spot, for example, the, the dog um, being more commonplace by that point, I, like within I 10 think, years? I think generally. Like the price will what, come down. What I, what I would say is you, in 10 years, you will see what I call general purpose robots yeah. that are both companions and doing jobs. So, um, you know, it, you know, I think that's when you'll start to see it. Yeah. It it will not be uncommon to walk around Springfield and see a, a robot picking up trash or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yes, Gosh, would be if they could just send them down the highways, that'd be amazing. But yeah. So well, I, I, I actually saw a guy cutting grass like on a like, tank. The, yeah. Like yeah. he was just driving. Like a little mini tank a that looks like a, it's yeah. a lawnmower. Yeah, there's they a, use them on the big embankments. I saw those too. Yeah. Pretty high dollar machine too. Yeah. So I think you'll start to see you'll start to see uh, capabilities go up, costs come down. It's going to be much more common to see them yeah. first in industrial settings. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's, that's what we talked about before. I think the podcast where it was like, like you, because I had said it'd be nice if I could have this dog to watch my kids because I have kids with special needs. Yeah, um, but you had said that that wasn't really a something that you found as a company that was that worked really well as an no, individual. Yeah. Was in more home, of a, yeah, in yeah. home use is it's is, just it's not the technology's not there yet. Well, like yeah. he said, keeping someone safe. Like, how does it know you're in trouble? You yeah. Know? yeah, it was wouldn't be like a, a dog, like our dog trainer at our networking group. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Elite Dog Training or Dog Training Elite. Uh, those dogs can sense every little thing about somebody enough and they to know warn what it them is. what's they going on, hurt. right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if a robot could ever get to that point unless yeah. it's completely got a monitor on you and you're hooked up to it somehow. Yeah, and I mean, safety is a huge issue, right? We yeah. have to we have to think about how to if you're going to put robots next to humans, how do you make them safe? And there's a, the challenge there is you probably you might be familiar with the term cobot. Mm-hmm. Which is a ro- which is a robot working next to a human. Oh, okay. the challenge of a cobot is mm-hmm. they can't they move very slow and they mm-hmm. can't they can't lift much because th- intentionally because it's designed to like work next to you right. and 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 th- that safety mechanism is yeah. like it can't be moving quickly and bump into you and right. or you know grab something and hit you with it. So the ch- the challenge is if a robot can't move fast and can't lift a lot, it's it limits its use. It's like status. having a computer next to you, though. Yeah. So it, so, so so until it can ask actually it questions, right. and it's, but yeah. so, so until it can actually recognize what a person is, and then have all those sensors like safety wise, like I'm not going to. So it can actually move fast around a person safely. It's not going to be useful as right. Yeah. So you or have, replace what you're doing. Yeah. Right. So it's re- it's really important. And I thought about too, like when you when you because I kind of thought about this during the SD event, the STC squared event. It's like you mentioned mobility. Like I can't imagine Spot trying to run down a slippery grass hill. Right. Like trying to keep up with a kid. Yeah. Even a kid that's running like three miles an hour. It's like, can the dog even keep up with that on that? Not that with kind those of feet that yeah. I see on it. Yeah. There, or like for security purposes, like right. if yeah. it's trying to guard a facility just to like you know. Yeah, track so, somebody. so we, when we've seen like security use cases with our robots, they're usually like, um, you know, look for something that might be on fire. Yeah. Or, you know, look for a door that might be open. Right. It's, or look for a hole. Things like, that are static. There's a hole in a fence. Right. Or know? smoke coming out of a certain area. So, yeah, I mean, so, it's so, I mean, we talked similar. about manufacturing, we've talked about mines or, or re- reducing, you know, mines being a thing in, in war zones. But, on a more local scale, as far as what are the methods? What what are these dogs used for besides manufacturing and military? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, we've got we've got a lot of uh, universities that, that own robots. Mm. That's one of our biggest customer bases. I'm sure. Do they try um, to like reverse engineer it type thing? No, they're they're using the robot in the in the software developer kit to to invent things, to to oh. uh, to do research projects, to, mm. um, to you know, we have some some customers working with universities. I mean, University of Missouri is a is actually a really good example. They, they have several robots and they're wow. working in collaboration with companies based in Missouri to deploy to they have an undergrad program you can <laughs> literally go to the University of Missouri as a computer science major and and work on spot wow and, really and they have Python I have a reason to go back to school now. I, well I was <laughs> I was thinking University of Missouri Rolla S and T that's kind of where my head went yeah so I mean engineering school is a big right. one for us yeah. but yeah like that that particular Do you, school I don't think has a robot but that but they're I think they make collaborate with with uh columbia and i think they that's do actually ex- they, uh, uh s&t actually has a place down at msu like they actually have a you can get a degree through right through MST them for engineering MSU. or whatnot i was gonna ask do you guys work on starship like the food delivery robot at all do you have any collaboration <laughs> with that? no because they're at msu all the time that's you see cool. little I love spots it. running that's around cool. campus yeah. i'm so happy to see that in this in this area like just just uh, I was know, impressed yeah. the other day watching it like it stopped because i go to msu to work out at the, at the gym there but it's one was going and it stopped at the road yeah. and it sat there until it all the cars had passed. Hold on, hold on. I don't know what this is. Oh, it's a, okay. deli- it's a food delivery robot. Yeah. It's, on the, on the <laughs> it, it's about this big. I mean, it's it's not super big. So does it roll on the it ground? Rolls. Yeah, it has yeah, treads. It's, it's wheel based. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it goes from where? It's like the, a rover. The, the cafeteria, I assume, mm-hmm. at MSU, and then it goes around to campus. It would go and from the food, food court, and it's mo- it's restaurants in general, not just the cafeteria. And the food is inside this thing, mm-hmm. and it rolls up to you, and you just get your food out. It has a little orange flag that sticks out of. It. No so way. It's, like, it's like this high off the ground, the flag, but yeah. the robot itself is about maybe this tall. That's awesome. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. And it just yeah. drives itself. And it knows exactly where to go when you're there. Yeah. It has your coordinates in it and it goes right where you And are. I'm not sure how it does that, but I mean, probably following GPS. Probably a lot like course, this, though. They probably mapped um, out the entire place. If you see a robot outdoors, it's usually using GPS. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, GPS and it's using sensors not to run into things. Probably basically. LIDAR to do obstacle yeah. avoidance and object avoidance. But I'm sure that's probably similar to what you guys have where it, it probably, whenever they first got it, they probably had to map out a whole lot yeah. of area like a Roomba does when it first gets used to a house. If yeah. it's if it's GPS-based, they're, they're feeding it coordinates. Oh, and it just knows know. the path to take yeah. and just not get run over. Well, it can you... outline <laughs> sidewalks pretty easily with for that sort of stuff and just yeah. say, travel these paths. And, you, and usually they geofence them as well. Oh, right, okay. so they can't go outside of that. Yeah. So let me ask you this, speaking of delivery stuff, drones. Like mm. autonomous drones, like and the big thing like that we Amazon talks about has. is like Amazon delivery <laughs> drones, yeah. And that's Wing. Actually, uh, Google Alphabet, uh, they have Wing as their service that does the the drone yeah. stuff. But um, do you see that being like could, could the stuff con- from Boston Dynamics be used for things like that to make it more autonomous, or is it yeah? More, what are the challenges you see there? So, like people sometimes will ask me, well, why would I use this rather than a drone? And I always say it's not. It's really not either or. Right. It's yeah. both and. Like you need. Like something from the above, mm. something from the ground. Um, like especially, you know, let's say you're monitoring the progress of a construction project, which we have oh, a bunch yeah. of customers that yeah, do that. I bet. Um, you know, you need both, really, in yeah. a lot of instances. Right. Um, security is a really good example. Yeah. Where you need both. 
um, you can send a drone a lot faster than you can send a round yeah. So do you see a spot having a drone in it and be both? Uh, that'd be cool. that'd That's be cool. not something we're working can on. Can you guys pay me for that? <laughs> I just gave you the idea. Yeah, we there, got it on video. There's a 10% co- royalties. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> there's a company called Acelon. They're out of Philadelphia. They, they, they're a really cool group of guys. Um, they got their start in, in drone security. Yeah. They build these little they, – they have autonomous drones. They build these little houses, you know, drone – house if you will right and the drone you know they, they have a they have a sock like a, a, a center in in based in philadelphia where humans are watching the video feeds to look for issues and things yeah. like that right. super cool company um there's some public stories about the stuff they're doing with spot because they have they have put a li- their own little payload on spot and they have a dog house for spot and mm-hmm. right. so they combine you know drone in the sky dog on the dog ground, on the ground. and uh, they do some really interesting can't stuff beat that's that. cool well yeah. i mean that um, just screams that you know search and rescue and things like that yeah. oh so yeah. this is going to be a huge market for that because you're drone, say that's that, already a huge thing with drones well that's what i mean well yeah. you guys already have you know options for people to to be able to use this for for bomb detection and not mm-hmm. sending the bomb squad well they yeah. still send the bomb squad i'm sure but yeah. then this this robot goes out and does yeah. that for you so now you've taken the the human element out of that part of it, which is huge. But, you know, to me, you think about things like 9-11 or whatnot, it sure would have been handy to have something like this, you know, to be able to go in and find people or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that's right. Know. So, that, yeah, there's a story that came out the other day from 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 the city of New York where a garage collapsed and they're using the, the they're using Spot to, oh, good. to, oh, wow. to go in and, and survey. And, and we've had a lot of use cases like that, good. similar things. Well, I mean, I see more municipalities, you know, wanting to, you know, increase taxes or use bonds or whatever to be able to use these devices do you see that becoming more of a thing in maybe the next 10 years where you're seeing yeah. more use by the government entities to keep us safe because yeah. i would hope so in ways that don't freak people out well in yeah. ways like with that, the police i mean i don't, so, I don't think anybody's gonna no, be freaked it, out if this thing comes up and says hey i found you but they couldn't yeah. oh my gosh i would owe my life to that thing exactly, right yeah. you know it's, a, it's an important topic like we the first we're laying the groundwork for a lot of things and, and one of the things is like uh, you know, we we announced a partnership with all the other big uh, robotics company, mobile robotics companies, that um, uh, where we col- like collectively have said that our robots will never be used to harm or intimidate wow. humans, and wow. they will never be weaponized. Interesting. So, so there, the all of the robotics companies in, in North America and in, in Europe that 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 are working in this space have joined that. It's almost and, like an alliance. Yeah, an alliance to say this this. Like these robots will not be used to harm humans, and and um, additionally, like the next step with that is like you know you know putting legislation in place and things like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you know we have a, we have a really strong policy team that's like constantly thinking about thinking ahead and going you know like how do we how do we create an environment where yeah. where these robots are helping right. and uh, and not hurting because yeah. if someone does get hurt then that company is very susceptible to collapse yeah yeah you know, so one little thing can make a big difference in your world i'm sure when it sure. comes to safety so. yeah and so and you know we what we're, we we spend a lot of time just thinking about how we how we want robots to be used ethically and yeah. that's a super important topic wow. for us but the 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 um the, like the, in, in the public sector, it's it's super interesting. You know, we'll see the fire departments, uh, bomb squads. You know, we had a there was a story about a um, an incident in St. Petersburg, Florida, a barricaded suspect, hostage situation, Ooh. child hostage Ooh. in a vehicle. Um, spot was used to essentially to to approach the vehicle, approach the 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 um, suspect. Uh, they 
through a series of events, realized the suspect did not have a gun. Okay. Oh. Um, wow. So it assessed that situation. They were driving didn't it. Didn't notice remotely. anything. Okay. They're right. driving it. They're so they're. But so, with the sensors that are on it, it didn't notice gunpowder. It didn't notice. Yeah. It, so essentially, uh, there was a. The way I understand that, and I'm probably getting some details wrong, okay. there's a blanket over this, the child. Okay. Used the arm to remove the blanket, no weapon. <laughs> and then the police went, this this, okay. this guy doesn't have a weapon. Right, let's go. And and went and, and rescued the child. But that, wow. that saved a lot of people's lives in that situation, Absolutely. especially the suspect, I'm yeah. sure, because otherwise they might have just, you know. And let the police you know, know exactly what they need to do. Did what they need to do. Yeah. And that but, seems like that's where we're having a big problem in our society right now between police and, and regular c- civilians sure in especially cases like that where it's a yeah. what if think about think about how a robot de-escalates yes yeah like you know it's it doesn't have it's not gonna harm human you. bias yes. it doesn't yeah you know it doesn't perceive things or make mistakes the way a human would so right. that's a huge advantage to like be able to go let's let's let let's use the robot as a way to to assess and get better data get better information yeah. make better decisions right. um and and remove people from harm's way right. hmm. so i think i think we're going to continue to see that like right now it's sort of the bigger cities that have that have yeah. the, the wherewithal and the the, the budget the budget yeah <laughs> the, 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 well really experience. to me and i need to t- the chime budget, in here we we're, uh, yeah, we're at about, time yeah so. i know and i hate that you know the biggest thing to me is is you know how many cities are using this right now I don't. I can't say off the top of my head. To be honest, just with a you. few at this point, it seems like. But uh, you said New York, for example, they had it. People kind of went off the deep end about what we're talking about. With you know, robots are going to take over the world. All of a sudden, just misunderstanding. Well, it's, a, it's, it's, a PR, it's a whole PR campaign, basically. It, you know, it's yeah. Some of it is someone is, didn't do their job. Then is what yeah. it sounds like. <laughs> some of it is is like um, you know opportunism, where someone sees it something that you know, clickbaity type of thing to get in on. And yeah. some of it is people who have genuine concerns. Like, I don't yeah. understand this technology. Can you tell us more? Right. And we love those engagements. We love to talk mm-hmm. to those people and go, here's what this is actually being used for. Right. Um, and, and it's, it's very easy to, to, to show the value and show and show the importance of this type of technology. But I'll also mention police departments have been using drones and robots for yeah. Yes. Especially drones. Yeah. This one has legs, and it's it looks different, and it it's able, it's got new capabilities. But the 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 ability the the using tracked and wheeled robots has been something that's been common and drones yeah. been commonplace for especially decades. Yeah, bombs yeah. and things like that where they have them on tracks. You see a lot of them that look like Wally or what's the sure. sur- yeah. short circuit the movie yeah. and all that where they send those in and they have arms and they will just you know get rid of bombs and things like that. Yeah. But you know, and, and I I hate to stop this conversation. Man. We've got to probably have you come <laughs> he back. He does but, live in the Ozarks. Yeah, no, yeah. that's why I'm really excited Happily. that you're you're right down the road for me yeah. actually. But um, but you know, I think that's a good place to stop because we're leaving it on a good note with this. And yeah. I'm, I'm really excited that you came in and told everybody, you know, what this is doing for humanity. And we were able to kind of squash some of the things that you hear about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you, you were able to come on this show to talk about it. So we really, really appreciate yeah, you my, coming on. My yeah. pleasure. To, it's good to be here. I'm, I'm glad to have this audience and, and be able to, A, you know, connect with, with other folks in the Ozarks. Um, you know, this is home for us and, yeah. and uh, we love it here. Um, and, you know, we, 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 we plan to, you, you know, set deep roots here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the technology side is fun. That's great. I, yeah. I love, I love my job. It's an incredible company. Right. 
but um, but you know, just glad to just generally make this connection and and, and uh, commune with you guys on this. Absolutely, it's been great. It's been you a know, lot of fun. Because you think of, yeah. of, of of Boston Dynamics or any laboratory, and you think all these robots, and you think you know, like we talked earlier, that they're going to take over the world. They're going to take your jobs. You guys are creating jobs. You're setting roots in places that you normally wouldn't think about. You're helping humanity more than you're doing yeah. anything at this point. And so, hats off to you guys for being such a good, clean company too. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you know, we hope that when you have new tech that comes out, you come show us on the show and we can talk about it a little bit more. So yeah. we want to develop a relationship. The first with you time guys. you show yeah. Atlas somewhere, please. Bring it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, keep an eye on our YouTube channel. I was going to say you'll you got, see it on YouTube yeah, for yeah. sure. But you got my you, contact info. When you get Perfect. your hands on a uh, on a on a system, let us know. But uh, but again, Caleb, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, we we look pleasure. forward Thanks, to, to seeing you more in the future. Awesome. And everybody else, keep exploring the Ozarks. Thanks. Again, for listening to Exploring the Ozarks, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to our social media channels to help us keep exploring the stories of the Ozarks. If you're looking for more ways to support our show, we have sponsorships for businesses and Patreon for individual supporters. Check the links in the description for more details. Thanks for your support and keep exploring the Ozarks.